Hi everyone. Welcome to the Inner Bonding Podcast. I'm Dr. Margaret Paul and today I want to talk about the vital importance of connection with ourselves and with others and with our higher spiritual guidance. So, you know, as as human beings, we're actually hardwired to want to connect with each other. Until about 10,000 years ago, everyone lived in tribes and families stayed together through the generations. The tribes stayed together along with the families and everyone was deeply connected with each other and with the planet. Then, 10,000 years ago, our civilization started what is currently called the Agricultural Revolution. What changed dramatically at that time is that as agriculture spread and absorbed the tribes, food was no longer free. Until then, people hunted, they, they hunted, they gathered, and they sometimes grew crops. But everyone had access to free food. Imagine that. Once our civilization spread, food became owned by the people who own the land. And now people had to work for food. What this did was split up the tribes. There are some left, of course, but not very many. And this started a cycle of family and tribal disconnection. Then the Industrial Revolution brought about even more disconnection. People moved out of small rural communities and into cities to work. Whereas originally people didn't have to earn money for food, now people had to earn money to survive. In tribal societies, people had a lot of time to get together with each other, to connect with each other, and to be creative. They were naturally being loving to themselves and with each other. In modern times, most people are very stressed with earning money and don't have enough time to be with their family and their friends. And many believe that they don't have enough time to be loving to themselves, which actually isn't true. But now, not only do we have to work hard and long to survive, but with social media, we're even more disconnected than ever. Connection over the internet just isn't quite the same as spending in-person, heart-to-heart connection with each other. So what this has created is loneliness and anxiety and a sense of emptiness. In order to survive all this disconnection with others, we've also had to disconnect from ourselves from our own feelings, or at least we thought we had to, because we just didn't know how to handle our feelings. We had to learn to disconnect in order to manage the pain of our current culture. And in addition, our culture of processed food and drugs has lowered our frequency and fostered disconnection from ourselves, from each other, and from our higher spiritual guidance. It's hard to connect when we're working too hard, not having enough time, and when our bodies are working so hard to manage the process and factory farm foods that most people eat. And life kind of loses its aliveness when we lack connection with ourselves, with each other, and with our divine guidance. 
There's actually nothing more wonderful than a heart-to-heart connection. But in order to have this with family and friends, you need to start by learning to connect with yourself. We deeply connect with others from our heart, not from our head. So if you learn to stay focused in your mind to avoid your painful feelings, you just won't be able to experience loving heart-to-heart connection with others. Author Thomas More, in his really great book, Care of the Soul, said, Intimacy begins with oneself. It does no good to try and find intimacy with friends, lovers, and family if you're starting out from alienation and division within yourself. So Thomas More put it in a nutshell. Until we're intimate and connected with ourselves, we just can't experience the greatest joy in life, which is intimacy and connection with others. So, it's time to learn to love yourself and reconnect. The disconnection from ourselves creates so many of the current problems in our society. So, here's an example. My client Gretchen is typical of many of the clients that I work with. In our first session, she said, I've been depressed on and off throughout my life. Medication helped for a while, but now all it does is make me feel even more flat and empty. Life seems to have no meaning for me. Nothing looks beautiful. Nothing is compelling to me. I can't think of anything I really want to do. I've tried many forms of therapy, but nothing has worked to heal my depression. I just don't even know why I'm on this planet. What is it all about? So, of course, I started my work with Gretchen with an inner bonding process. Gretchen, I said, please tune into what you're feeling right now. She said she's feeling sad, empty, depressed, much like I feel most of the time, she said. And so I said, Gretchen, please breathe into these feelings, getting fully present with them. Can you find a place within you that wants responsibility for being the cause of these feelings. Are you saying that I might be causing these feelings, she said? Yes, you might be, I said. If you are, are you willing to find out what you might be thinking and how you might be treating yourself that's causing them? Well, yes, I am, she said. Your feelings are an inner guidance system, I said to her. Imagine that your feelings are a child within, letting you know each moment whether you're taking loving care of her or abandoning her. So now, breathe into your heart. Open to curiosity, open to learning about what you might be telling yourself, how you might be treating yourself that's causing your inner little girl to feel so sad and empty and depressed. Imagine your higher self, as an older, wiser aspect of you. And say to yourself, I invite your love and compassion into my heart. Then, go inside, breathe inside, and ask your feelings what you're telling yourself. What are you telling your inner child? How are you you treating her that's causing your pain? 
And now focus inside again and allow the feelings to answer. Gretchen's inner child answered and said, All you do is judge me all the time. You're always telling me I'm not good enough, that I didn't do something right, that I'm dumb and stupid. Oh my God, said Gretchen. I do this all the time, just like my mother did. And I asked, what did you want from your mother? I wanted her to hold me, she said, to care about my feelings, to be kind and gentle with me. I wanted to feel a connection with her, but I never did. Isn't this exactly what your inner child wants from you? I asked her. Yes, she said, but I never thought that this is something I could give myself. I thought it had to come from someone else. Gretchen, I asked, do you have any kind of spiritual connection? I had asked her to imagine an older, wiser part of herself, but I wanted to know what it was she believed in or connected with in spirit. I believe in God, if that's what you mean, she said. So I asked her, can you talk with God and also hear God talking to you? I don't know, she said. I just prayed to God, but I never tried talking to God or listening to God. So try it now, I said. Ask God, what's the first thing I need to start to do to begin to take loving care of my little girl? There was some silence while Gretchen opened and listened. God says to stop judging her, that she's a wonderful little girl and she doesn't deserve to ever be judged by me. God is showing me as a little girl. Oh, I was so sweet. How do you feel right now, I asked her. Good, she said. I feel good. I feel alive. Now, of course, that's kind of a, a, a condensation of the whole session, but that is what happened. Gretchen started to diligently practice inner bonding, and within a short time, she was consistently taking loving care of herself. Life took on new meaning, new aliveness and passion for her as she learned to love herself. And her ability to connect with herself opened the door to connect with others and share her love with others. Unfortunately, many therapies don't deal with self-abandonment as an underlying cause of anxiety and depression. Lila, a member of the Inner Bonding website, shared this about her healing process. I've gone through dozens of therapists since my first one at 17. Several were psychiatrists, and they helped, but not in an all-the-way-to-the-very-bone way. I kept working to treat specific problems, but I still felt incomplete once they were solved. It's because my inner child needed much, much more than that. She needed unconditional love for me, something traditional therapy somehow couldn't quite open the door to for me. Lately, whenever I think about logical, strategic, cognitive behavior therapy, its techniques and tools, my inner child rebels intensely, 
Self-love comes first. Filling up from within comes first. Regardless of my social status, my financial status, my career status, my marital status, without self-love, I have nothing if I don't have that. I know that because of inner bonding, I will eventually be able to live a normal life, meditating with a conscious intent to love myself, and inner bonding with the same intent is becoming my way of learning to love myself unconditionally, regardless of how other people react to me. And I can see that in loving myself, I also automatically become more connected and loving with others. Deeply connecting with another is one of the great joys of life, as I've said, and is something most of us long for. Deep connection takes away loneliness and gives us the experience of being deeply known. We feel safe and loved when our hearts connect. Research indicates that the happiest people in the world are those who live in communities where they feel connected with each other. So of course we long for connection when we don't have it in our lives. But sometimes it seems elusive even in committed relationships. My client Joni asked me, am I being needy when I'm longing for connection with my spouse? That's a good question. And the answer isn't just simple. If you're longing for connection with your spouse because you're feeling alone and empty inside and you're hoping that he's going to fill you up and make you feel worthy and lovable, then the answer is yes, you're being needy. If you're connected with yourself and you're taking loving care of yourself and filling yourself up with love to share, then you're not being needy and longing for connection with your, with your spouse. We all want connection and there's nothing wrong with wanting to connect with your spouse. But when we try to connect with another without first connecting with ourselves, not only do we find that we can't sustain a connection, but we find that the, that the connection actually doesn't give us what we hoped for. When we long for connection from an empty, disconnected place, we're trying to get love and get attention and get approval. But when we long for connection from a heart full of love. We want to share love rather than get love. And this is what makes all the difference. Unfortunately, many people believe that it's getting love that fills them up. They don't understand the huge difference between getting love and sharing love. Imagine for a moment two empty people, people who are abandoning themselves, not filling themselves with love, disconnected from themselves. Each person hopes that the other will connect with them and fill them up with love. But how can this happen when both of them are empty? Now imagine one person is empty and the other is full. The empty one tries to get the love they want from the full person, but the full person feels drained when being with the empty person. Since people come together at their common level of woundedness, which is their common level of, of self-abandonment, of disconnection, or their common level of health, which is their common level of 
loving themselves, the full person will not be attracted to the empty person. Two full people who partner with each other are able to connect with and share love with each other in a long-term relationship, but two empty people can't. So how do we get from empty to full? From inner disconnection to inner connection? From self-abandonment to self-love? Well, of course, by practicing inner bonding. The more you practice the six steps of inner bonding throughout the day, whenever you feel anything other than peace inside, the more you learn to connect with yourself and your spiritual guidance, your spiritual guidance, and bring the love of spirit inside your heart and soul. We feel full when we're being loving to ourselves rather than abandoning ourselves. When our intention is to love ourselves and share our love with others, our heart is open and the love that is spirit naturally fills us. When our intention is to protect against pain and try to have control over getting love, our heart is closed to experiencing the love that is spirit. If you long for connection and for deep intimacy, start by connecting with yourself with your spiritual guidance, and you'll find that connection naturally occurring with another who is also inwardly connected. However, if you're in a relationship in which both of you got together when you were empty, and you move into the fullness that comes from loving yourself, the relationship might, might go into turmoil. The relationship will get much better if your partner also practices inner bonding, but the issues in the relationship might become more pronounced and visible to you if you fill up with love and your partner remains empty. Anytime we choose to learn and grow, we need to be prepared for things to change one way or the other. It takes courage to change your part of a relationship system, but it's so worth it because connection is one of our deepest desires. When we're born, the most important thing to us was connection with our mother. We needed connection with her body for adequate sustenance. We needed emotional connection with her or with someone to feel safe and to, and to develop the ability to regulate our feelings. Connection with someone was essential to our survival and our emotional well-being. When we were fortunate enough to have a healthy experience of connection with our parents, we grew up feeling loved, lovable, and safe. But in order to have this healthy connection, our parents and other caregivers needed to be connected with themselves. They couldn't fully connect with us if they were disconnected from themselves. To the degree that our parents or caregivers did not role model inner, inner connection with themselves and offer us the connection we needed, it's likely that we not only developed a deep unmet yearning within us, we also missed out on learning how to connect with ourselves. This lack of inner connection, as I stated earlier, often creates feelings of depression and despair within Connection is such a basic need that without it we feel deeply alone and empty. 
Research indicates that strong connections with family and friends, connections that make us feel safe and loved, are essential for happiness and health. People who live in caring communities live longer, happier lives than people who live alone or with others with whom they're not connected. Too often, we try to fill our need for connection without first healing our inner disconnection. We thrive with both inner and relationship connection as well as spiritual connection. The failure of many marriages and intentional communities is a testament to the futility of trying to create loving relationships and caring communities without first doing the inner work necessary to be connected with yourself. The neediness and controlling behavior that dominates relationships between people who are not connected with themselves is what is responsible for the high divorce rate and the failure of many intentional communities. In order to manifest our deepest desire to connect in a loving way with others, I hope it's now obvious that we first need to learn to connect in a loving way with ourselves. What this means is that we need to learn to be present with a compassionate intention to learn from all of our feelings, especially our painful feelings. The moment you reject your own feelings by ignoring them or judging them or turning to various addictions to avoid them or making someone else responsible for them, you're disconnecting from yourself. You're rejecting and abandoning yourself and making it impossible to connect with another. So start now to do the thing that will make the most difference in your life regarding your happiness and joy. Start now to practice step one of inner bonding, learning to be fully present with your feelings, with acceptance and compassion for them. Then move into step two of inner bonding, choosing the intention to learn about what's loving to yourself and what's true for you. Start now to take responsibility for your own feelings by moving into step three of inner bonding, learning about what your feelings are telling you about your own limiting beliefs and unloving behavior and about others and situations rather than avoiding your feelings. Start now to develop a strong connection with your personal source of spiritual guidance by moving into an intention to learn with your guidance about love and truth. And start now taking loving action based on the truth in step five of inner bonding. Finally, evaluate your feelings in step six of inner bonding. Tune in to how you're feeling as a result of loving action. And if you have taken loving action for yourself, you will feel so much relief inside. Creating an inner connection with your feelings and your higher self is essential to being able to connect a loving, to, to create a loving connection with others and experiencing the joy and fullness that comes from sharing your love. Intimacy and connection are truly what creates the aliveness of life. 
So I hope you go to innerbonding.com to access the many courses, articles, our free seven-day course. You can learn to love yourself in my 30-day Love Yourself course, an inner bonding experience that to heal anxiety and depression and shame and guilt and addictions and relationships. You can learn so much about healing your relationship with my 30-day online video relationship course, Wildly, Deeply, Joyously in Love. And you can learn so much about connecting with your spiritual guidance with my 30-day video course, Unlocking Your Inner Wisdom. I hope you take advantage of all the resources we offer so that you can learn to love yourself. I send you my love and my blessing.